Uh, Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. Look at verse number, uh, let me see what verse you're going to start. Verse uh, number 24. Verse number 24. Verse 24, we're going to read to verse number 31. The Bible says, because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, uh, but ye have said it not at all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity and I will mock when your fear cometh, when fe your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, uh, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my, my counsel, they despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices, for the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear and evil. Don't get nervous now. I'm not preaching uh, that, that everybody here is, is, not doing, is doing all that right there. Uh, so it's not going to be that kind of sermon. But uh, I was reading my Bible, uh, I guess it was, uh, let me see, October 1st, because uh, I read, you know, the, the Proverbs of the day. Uh, so I was reading my Bible October 1st, and God uh, gave me this message. And, and, and isn't it sad? Uh, we know people, uh, maybe sometimes happen to us, uh, you know, that God gives us counsel uh, through preaching. God gives us counsel through the, through the Bible, and, and we go and do what we want. Uh, we go and, and make our own decisions, and, and, you know, we get to pay for it. Uh, we get to pay for it. We reap what we sow, and that's what these verses are talking about here. But I want you to look at verse number 31. Verse number 31, the Bible says, Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. I want to preach to you or teach you. Sometimes my teachings turns into preaching. I can't control that. Uh, but I want, to, I want to preach to you on the subject, a taste test. A taste test. I don't know if you do, but I like to, I like to cook. I like to cook. I don't, maybe I don't seem like the cooking type, but I like to cook. I like to watch the cooking channel. I like to watch, uh, I like to watch, uh, what's the other one? The Food Network. I love the Food Network. Man, I'm always there uh, in the Food Network. I like to, and you, you've seen it, right, ladies, uh, some of you guys maybe. Uh, uh, I like to see when, 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 when Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay is my favorite, uh, you know, beat Bobby Flay. And, and, and I know I'm carnal. Most of you are spiritual. You don't watch TV, but that's okay. Pray for me. Uh, pray for me. Uh, I, I watch Bobby Flay, beat Bobby Flay, and, you know, brunch with Bobby still around. And, and, and you know, when, when this guy just cooking that stuff, you know? I mean, he makes it look so easy, and it looks so good. Man, don't, don't you, have you ever, when you go to a restaurant, you know what I do when I go to a restaurant, and they're walking us to a table, Brother Stanley, I look around. I look around to see what people are ordering. Say, man, that looks good. Man, that looks good. I don't, what is that? I, I kind of try to remember it. Say, man, I don't want that. That, that looks bad. Uh, uh, my wife and I were at a restaurant 
recently and we ordered fish with, uh, with something else. Man, they brought, they brought the ugliest fish they could find. I mean, the eyeballs were popping out like that. And I mean, it, just, it, it, it was bad. Uh, so we put an X on that, on that fish. We're never going to order that again. Uh, but anyways, when you, see, when you see some foods, uh, when you go to the fair, uh, that's why we're fat, right? Because we eat so much. Uh, when you go to the fair, the smell, you know, of all the food, the aroma, and that you look at things and say, man, I wish I could eat all that, but you can't. But it, it looks so good. The Bible says here, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. You know that since the beginning of time, man has been eating? The first person, the first couple, what they do? They just had to try. They just had to, they, they looked at it, they knew they couldn't eat it. And what happened since the beginning of time, we have been trying things that we know is not good for us. We know it's not good for us. And the Bible says that in verse 31 that we're going to be filled. It says, they shall be, uh, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. It's happened to me. Maybe it hasn't happened to many of you. But I've eaten some things that haven't tasted good in my life. I've tried some things that they look so good. Man, you, if, you, if you see a commercial of a Whopper, Oh, brother, a Whopper. You want to eat like 30 Whoppers. And we do sometimes. That's when we look the way we look. And that's when we're sick. Uh, you, you see a, a Big Mac uh, and the billboards. And you see all these restaurants. And you see all this food. You know what the devil's been doing for the longest time? I believe since, since the beginning. He's been putting things, fruits, if we use that word, dishes in front of us, things in front of us so we can try. We know that it's not good for us. Man, I love a full rack of ribs, a baby back ribs. I love me some ribs, but you know what? That's not going to help me much. A Whopper, a double Whopper, you know, a King Whopper. Man, that's so good. You put fries in there and, and all that stuff, and, and you can hardly hold it. But, I mean, the, the juices are running up. You know all that stuff. It looks good, and it tastes good, but it's not good for us. And I want to show you some examples in the Bible, and then we're going to see what God does here. But we're going to talk about a taste test, a taste test. Maybe you tasted some of this stuff. And if you tell the truth like I'm going to tell the truth, stuff's not, it's not good for us. It's not what we thought it was going to taste like. Have you ever tried something that you've been imagining? You've been, maybe you saw it on TV, or maybe you heard about it. Somebody told you about a restaurant. You got to go try this. You got to go try that. And you're excited about it. And when you, when you taste it, it's like, eh, it ain't that good. It's not what you expected. There's some things in the Bible, some people in the Bible, they tasted some things. And maybe you and I have experience with that. And what I want to do is that I want to I I help you today. That's all I want to do. I want to help you today to get that bad taste out of your mouth. Don't you hate it when you have a bad taste, you know? Experiment is not going to help. You try Listerine, it doesn't work. Colgate, you could put it in there, it's still, you, you still taste it. You know when you, I'm sorry to say this, when you burp, I know what that was. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I want, I want to help you today. I want to see if you tasted some of this stuff, I want to tell you how you get that taste out of your mouth. And for those young people and kids, 
that you have not tasted some of the stuff that we've tasted. I want to help you to stay away from that stuff. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you know what you put in my heart. This is your word, your people, your church. Holy Spirit, do the work that you want to do tonight. There's a reason why I'm here. There's so many good preachers in this church. But since the beginning of time, dear Lord, you knew who was going to preach. You knew who was going to be here. You knew what the need is. Holy Spirit, do a work. Help me to say what you want me to say, what you once said. Help us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm just going to tell you of uh, six fruits because the Bible says that, therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way. The fruit of their own way. It's saying that uh, we've tried things that, that we came up with. Have you ever, ladies, have you, because uh, I know most of the guys don't cook, uh, but ladies, have you ever had a recipe uh, that, that, that you just, man, you just try to follow to the letter, uh, and it didn't come out like the, like the, the, the TV says, uh, and, and it didn't come out like you, that somebody gave you the recipe. It's not the same thing. Something went wrong. Have you, has that ever happened to you? All you ladies, I know you're perfect, and, and you know how to cook. Uh, you don't mess up in the kitchen. But uh, the Bible says your own way, your own way, fruit. Your own fruit. Let me tell you some examples. Back in Daniel chapter 4, you're not going to go there. We have a king there by the name of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, he had a taste of something. It was called pride. Remember Nebuchadnezzar? My kingdom. Look at what I've done. Have you ever tasted something like that, like pride? We know what happened to him. Seven years. We know he ended up living like an animal. The worst part is that his son saw that and it didn't help him. And sometimes us as parents, as adults, as Christians, we've tasted pride. Have you ever tasted pride? I'll tell you what, it doesn't taste good. It looks good. Sometimes we tasted pride in the ministry where God has placed us. And we think that things happen because of us. Man, nobody can sing that song like I did. Nobody can play the piano like I can. Man, did you hear that? That was pretty good tonight, wasn't it? Man, we, we, had, we had 43 Sunday morning. Have you ever tasted pride? If you tasted pride, you have a bad taste in your mouth. You have a bad taste in your mouth. Because I tell you what happens when you taste something that doesn't, it's not appealing, it doesn't help you. Let me tell you what happens. Other people notice. If I give you a pizza right now, pizza, a slice of pizza, pizza pie, and I put half a pound of garlic on it, still going to taste it good because pizza tastes good with whatever you put in it. But I tell you what that garlic is going to do. People are going to find out about it. They're going to find out about it. For three or four rows that you ate pizza with garlic tonight. And you try putting in those mints. You try putting in Brother Willie's candy. Uh, you try putting in. You, you just try to get out of it. You rinse. You brush. Have you, has that ever happened to you? You eat something that you brush a couple of times. It's still there. You know, that's what pride does. People find out. People find out. They know. All the people notice because of bad taste. You know, that decision, uh, what happened to Nebuchadnezzar, it, it didn't only affect him, it affected people around him. And that's what sin does. That's what eating your own fruit, that's what happened to Eve. 
It's not going to affect anybody. It's just Adam and I. I beg to differ because it affected me. And sometimes we think that this pride thing I can control. We use the phrase as, as long as it's good pride. Good pride. Hey, you can't control pride. Sometimes we have such a big head, a lot of pride could fit in there. Has God used you to do something for him and that fruit shows up? Huh? That fruit, like the witch in uh, Snow White. Huh? Was it a witch? I don't know what it was. Uh, in Snow White, you want to try it? Man, you're doing good. Man, that bus is full. You did pretty good, Brother Peyton, in the mission field. Yeah, you're doing pretty good in, in deputation. I'm not picking on him. I just saw him. Uh, uh, he, he's the one of the, oh, pray for us. Uh, uh, the Stan, Stanley's number two are going to be with us this Sunday. I call him number two because that's number one and that's number three. Uh, so number two uh, is going to be with us. Uh, they, they're going to be with us Sunday morning, Sunday night. So pray for us. Uh, we're going to have a good time there. Uh, but, hey, you, you know what? It's such a struggle, Brother, brother Payton. You, 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 can, you can agree. I mean, the church here, so much work. Sometimes, you know, it's so hard. And we praise God and we thank God for the things that he does. But let me tell you something, that fruit's going to show up. The pride. You know what? Nebuchadnezzar tasted that fruit one day. He didn't end up good. He has some issues. Have you ever tasted pride? It gives you a bad taste. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Others notice. When you're proud for it. Let me tell you, the person who's going to notice is your wife. Because pride is going to bring a lot of contention, according to the Bible. All those little fights that you're having, let me tell you, it might be some pride. All the fussing in church, let me tell you why. Pride. This ministry doesn't get along with that ministry. I know for 18 and a half years uh, that didn't happen here, but we got to be careful. This ministry gets more attention than that ministry. And why they stop my ministry and not their ministry. And why we're focusing on that instead of focusing on this. What do you care? You know what that is? It might be the fruit of pride. And if you taste the pride, people can tell. It affects your home. It affects your children. Hey, how many people have been fired because of pride? And they're so full of themselves. Now I'm going to start my own business. I don't need you. Four months later, you're looking for work. Hey, have you tasted that fruit? Nebuchadnezzar tasted the, the, the Bible says in verse 31, therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. Of their own way. Have you tasted the fruit of bitterness? In Ruth chapter 1, we find a lady by the name of Naomi Pleasant. You know, I know, Brother Farber, I've known a lot of pleasant Christians. Isn't it great to have pleasant Christians around? But you know what happens to pleasant Christians once in a while? They get bitter. They taste the fruit of bitterness. Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Because the Almighty, the Almighty, what, what do you mean the Almighty? You're the one who left. You're the one who wanted a bigger house. You're the one who wanted a better job. 
You're the one who wanted the kids in, in that school. You're the one who wanted more vacations. What do you mean the Almighty? Have you tasted the fruit of bitterness? Let me tell you what happens when you taste the fruit of bitterness. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. And it's so sad to see bitter Christians sitting in the pews of a church. You know why? Because it affects not only that, that person, it affects the pews around. A bitter Christian, hey, I think in the 18 and a half years that, that we were here, I think we met a few bitter Christians along the way. They kind of have a bad attitude. They kind of think it's about them. They didn't treat me right. Maybe so. But you're the one who's bitter. You're the one who's eating that fruit, your own fruit. You know, the devil, I, th I think the devil has, it's just a gospel according to Palacios. I think the devil has a spread. I think the devil has a buffet. We're good with buffets. And he just says, you know, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Oh, all right, you're not going to be proud. You're not going to be proud. Okay, how about some bitterness? It looks good. You know what? You are right. That's what the devil says. You're right. It is the pastor's fault. You're right. It is the bus captain's fault. You're right. It's your boss. And you know what? You start believing that. And let me tell you, we're not all angels here. Sometimes you tasted that fruit of bitterness. And you know it affected your marriage. You know it affected your kids. And if you have, if you have grandkids, who wants to be around a grumpy old man? You know why? Because it's not fair. Of course it's not fair. Who says it's supposed to be fair? The Bible says, Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Have you tried it? The fruit of bitterness? In Genesis chapter 27, we find an individual by the name of Esau. He, he was trying to, he was interested in the fruit of vengeance. You don't understand. Have you ever tried vengeance? Come on. I know, I, know, I know all of you didn't fly in here like angels. Have you tried vengeance? If you have, you know it wasn't good. You thought it was going to be good. You thought you were going to enjoy it. Get her fired, get him fired. Gossip about them. I, I know Emmanuel Baptist Church doesn't gossip. You know, most of... Uh, the, the, the most bitter people that I have found, I mean, they're, they're not all in the world. They're in some churches. They did this to us. I thought it was Jesus that we were serving. You don't understand, it's not fair. I know it's not fair. But have you tried the, the fruit of vengeance? It's not too, you're not going to enjoy it. You know, when you try to be vengeful, other people notice. Nobody wants to hang around a person who wants to get revenge on somebody. Somewhere in the Bible, I think it is, the Bible says, vengeance is mine. Somewhere in there, I think it's a Roman somewhere. Say it, the Lord. And guess who loses, who misses out when we try that fruit of vengeance? See, the devil just with different fruits. Try this one, try this one, try this one, try this one. 
The devil is angry at every single person in this room. He wants to destroy this church. He wants to destroy your marriage. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy the ministry that God has placed you in. You think he's going to give up that easy? All right, he didn't get you with pride. He didn't get you with uh, bitterness. But man, somebody did, somebody did something to you. Somebody did something to your grandkids. Man, you, you want to see a lady's claws come out? Talk about their kids. Forget about their husband. They don't care. Talk about their kids. Oh, buddy. You want to see a cat fight? Talk about somebody's grandkids. Man, some of these sweet, dear nanas. Uh, talk about their grandkids. Huh? Say something bad about Junior. Have you tasted vengeance? It's not good. It's not good. You know, there's people in the jail, it's full of people who tried vengeance. They tried it. It didn't work. You know, the cemetery is full of the other half that didn't make it because they tried. So, well, what do I do? I'm going to tell you what to do in a few minutes. What time is it? These lights are so bright. My goodness, I'm getting a tan. Have you tried the fruit of pride? Have you tried the fruit of bitterness? Have you tried the fruit of vengeance? Hey, have you tried anger? Anger's a good one, ain't it? Ain't it? Anger's a good one. I'll tell you what. I dare say that most of us have tried that one. Jonah tried it. <laughs> Jonah was angry at God. And God says, well, why are you so mad at me? What are you going to gain out of this? What do you gain out of anger? You know what you gain? A black eye sometimes. You know what you gain? The sofa. Sleep in the sofa. That's what you gain. What do you gain out of anger? Nobody talking to you. Who wants to talk to an angry person? Get out of my yard. Huh? We're Christians. Have you tried that fruit of anger? I'm going to show you in the Bible how you can get that bad taste out of your mouth. Because it's affecting you. You don't want to talk to anybody when you come in. Leave me alone. Eh. I didn't like that sermon. Who invited that guy? You're angry at your husband. Poor guy. He didn't do anything. We never do anything. I'm not getting any amens, but... It's not our fault. They don't understand us. Jonah tried it. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are you, neighbor, are you angry at your neighbor? Literally, your neighbor. The guy that keeps cutting your grass that he, so low that he burns it when you're not home. And you show up and that grass is cut so low that you get... I know, we're Emmanuel. We don't get angry. We get even. Huh? <laughs> Have you tried anger? Have you tried the fruit of jealousy? I know that one. That one's, that's for another church. That's for Berea. The jealousy fruit. I'm just showing you a couple. I'm going to tell you one more fruit, and then we're done with that. 
Ahab had an issue with jealousy. He, he, want, he wanted something he didn't have. He wanted a vineyard, a dumb vineyard. He ended up dead because of dumb vineyard. I got to have it. I got to have it. Why can't he have it and I can't have it? I even went to college. I'm an educated man. I know what I'm doing with my money. Why you got to have it? I don't know who the Holy Spirit is talking to, but I know he's talking to me. Man, how come they have that big church? And they don't even knock on doors. They don't even preach right. Look at that music that they have. And they're full. Jealousy. I've tried that fruit once in a while. I'll tell you how I get that bad taste out of my mouth. Have you tried fighting? The fruit of fighting? Huh? Have you tried that? Stinking Gator fans? Huh? I got, I got to say everybody now because now a group of uh, 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 bulldogs, you know, you know, the worst fans in the world, Seminole fans. We fight over dumb stuff, don't we? In the east, the west, the north, the south. We just fight about dumb stuff. And you know what it is? It's the fruit. Since the beginning, we have been eating Tasting it. We just got to taste it. It looks so good. We got to taste it. Have you tried the fruit of fighting? Again, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Not only a bad taste, it leaves you bad breath. It leaves you bad breath. You know that everybody knows that the gossip in the church? Is there a gossip in this church? Huh? Come on now. Is there a person that we know that's the gossip of the church? We're not going to admit it because we're Christians. And we're liars. That's what we are. Have you tried it? Fighting? Have you tried the fruit of uh, uh, gossip? Man, that was a good one. Man, I think Bobby Play made that one up. That one's good. It looks good. The fruit of gossip. Turn to Psalm chapter 34, please. I think you're looking at... You're angry. Somebody's angry here. That's all right. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Psalm chapter 34. I just want to help you today. Psalm chapter 34. I want to, I want to show you with the Bible how you can get that bad taste out of your mouth. Because I don't know about you, but I tried some of these. They look good. They look good. And you know what? Sometimes they even taste good. But they left a bad taste in my mouth. You know, sometimes it affected my, affected my judgment. I criticize people. I'm good at that, criticizing people. I, I taste that fruit once in a while. I'm prejudiced sometimes. It's so easy, isn't it? Look how you can get that bad taste out of your mouth. Look at Psalm chapter 34, verse number 8. Oh, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. A taste test. We've tasted the other stuff. Have you tasted how good God has been to you? You know what? That, that'll get a lot, a lot of bad taste out of your mouth. It says, oh, taste 
and see that the Lord is good. Man, he's been good. He's been so good to me. He's been so good to you. And we're still angry. And we're still fighting. And we're still jealous. And people notice it affects the church. It affects this congregation right here. Just one person. Ask the children of Israel what one person can do. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for the fruit of bad attitude. We don't have time for the fruit of it's not fair. We don't have time for the fruit of bitterness. Why don't we go in Psalm chapter 34, verse 8, and taste that the Lord is good. He's been good. Man, he's been good. He saved me. He loved me. He gave me a wife. He gave me children. He gave me a church. He gave me a ministry. So many things that God has done for me. Why am I so busy tasting all these things that are going to ruin my life? Man, we just got to have it. We just got to ruin it all. Don't you hate it when you have like a birthday party and somebody shows up with an attitude? Who invited that guy? Always somebody got to be saying something negative. Always something negative. You know why? Put that fruit away and taste that the Lord is good. Look at Psalm 119. 119. We got to be done. 119. Taste that the Lord is good. I know you've been hurt. I know that it cost you something. I know that you lost your job. I know that they hurt your kids. I know that it wasn't fair. I know that. Why can't I have that? It just it leaves a bad taste. It leaves you with bad breath. Other people know this is going to affect you. 119, Psalm 119. Look at verse 103. 119, 103. Look what it says. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. You know, we're so busy tasting the fruit of bitterness because we don't taste this. Ezekiel says he ate it and it was so sweet. When was the last time that you delighted yourself in this? Let me tell you something. When you delight yourself in this, you're not going to have time to go on a taste-testing trip. You're not going to have time being bitter about something because you're going to find out how good God has been to you and how God has given you his word, his precious word that you're so blessed to have. This is sweeter than honey. Man, even if you have diabetes, this is, you can have something sweet. Sweeter than honey. Have you tried this today? We've been up. Well, let me see. It depends on what time you got up. For the most part, if you got up at 7, you got up at 8, depends on what time you got up. We've been up all day. We went to work. We dealt with people. And we haven't tasted this yet. No wonder we're bitter. No wonder we have that bad taste. You know, some, they sell some, uh, it depends what brand of, of chewing gum that you buy. You know, some chewing gum is good when you taste it. But then it leaves this bad taste. You just got to pop another one. And pop another one. You just buy a different brand. It doesn't help. It helps, but you have something sweeter than honey. 
Emmanuel Baptist Church, if we're going to do great things in the future, we got to taste this all day long. We got to meditate on this. When was the last time? Look at 1 Peter chapter 2. Then we're going to look at one more verse. I know we're done. 1 Peter chapter 2. I don't know who the Holy Spirit is talking to. Maybe somebody needs this. Most of you don't, but maybe somebody does. 1 Peter chapter 2. Look at verse number 3. 1 Peter chapter 2. Look at verse number 1. 2 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies, envies and evil speakings as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. The grace of God. The grace. Have you tasted the grace of God? Man, it tastes a lot better than bitterness. Man, it tastes a lot better than fighting. It tastes a lot better than anger. When you taste the grace of God, by the grace of God, I am what I am. You are who you are by the grace of God. But we're busy tasting the other fruit of our own making. I want to leave you a verse that scares me. Hopefully it scares you too. Look at Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Man, this verse scares me. Hebrews chapter 6. Look at verse number 3. Hebrews 6, 3. It says, and this will we do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted that heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the worlds to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they, have, they crucify for themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Man, that scares me. It's impossible. You tasted the grace of God. You tasted salvation. Sing them over again to me. You tasted that. You tasted a ministry. You tasted when a person bows their head and, and, and asks God to save them because you just gave them the gospel. You, you, you have tasted that. And to have a person walk away from that, only God could bring them back. It's pretty much impossible. Let me tell you where we're headed if we keep tasting that anger. Let me tell you where we're headed. There's a lot of former pastors that cannot pastor anymore. We could get them back to serve in other areas in the church, but they cannot pastor anymore. Some of us have limited God in our lives because we went around tasting things that we thought it was going to be a good idea. He says, man, they crucify the Lord afresh. Can you imagine? People that are backslidden right now, that's why it's so hard to get them back. They taste it. Bitterness. 
They tasted salvation at one point, but they tasted bitterness. They tasted anger. They tasted betrayal. Man, we got to pray for each other. We got to pray for each other. We got to pray for those who were not here who are supposed to be here. Only God can bring them back. But since you're still here, that fruit that you're thinking about, man, she's going to ruin your life. Kids, if you can see what I can see from here, you can see a lot of adults who have tasted things that we don't want you to taste. That's why we're so hard on you. That's what we have here at Christian school. That's what we invest. Because we don't want you to taste what we've tasted. We're still paying with that bad taste in our mouth. But hey, that's what the Word of God is for. Hey, hopefully, most of us brush our teeth this morning. There's some crazy people out there that don't brush their teeth. You can tell, too. You can tell. It affects us. Hopefully you, t- you brush your teeth this morning. Would you take some of this and taste it? It's sweet. It'll give you good breath. People are, gonna ru- people are not going to run away from you. And they will call Christians first at Antioch. They tasted something. Man, this church has a good testimony. Let's keep it like that. Let's keep it like that. Let's keep tasting the word of God. Let's keep tasting how good God is to us. Let's keep tasting the grace of God. But what's going to happen is inevitable. Man, that word was big. I, I practiced that word like 10 times. It's inevitable. I like that. It's inevitable. Some teenager is just going to think that my mom and dad are a bunch of weirdos. And pastor doesn't know what he's talking about. And my Sunday school teacher, he's just old. And they're going to go and taste it. Some kids that are raised in church, they're not in church anymore because they tasted something they just had to have. Hey, if you remember the story in Nebuchadnezzar, God gave him another chance. But he didn't give his son another chance. He didn't give him another chance. Let's pray for our kids. Let's pray for our teenagers. Let's pray for our school. Let's pray for each other. Pray for us. I'm praying for you. And instead of fighting each other, instead of being jealous with each other, instead of criticizing each other, man, let's just taste how sweet it is to be a Christian. Dear Lord, 